You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of May 28, 2022. This is episode 211. 211. From that fun in the sun city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barsay. And straight out of 98226 with a deluge of a diabolical display of diggity, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, it's part two, y'all. AJ and I are continuing the conversation about items worthy of your attention that are made right here in the good old US of A. Some may be on your wrist, some may be in your home, some may you, you may be playing with, hopefully not all at the same time. This, dear listener, is the Bellingham Podcast. You are all about the diggity, Chris. It's a new thing for the 210s. I uh, gotta try something different, and I'm just, uh, you know, there's sunshine right now, and I'm feeling a little bit better about life. How about yourself? Ah, not so, now that I'm not coughing up a storm, thank you for the cool, crisp, clean glass of water. Yes, water boy. Bobby Boucher would be proud. <sighs> oh, yes. So speaking of Bobby Boucher, I don't know where I was going with there, but we're going to still talk about stuff that's made here in America. And speaking of America, we want to also recognize uh, on this three-day uh, Memorial Day weekend, uh, as could this be the sixth or seventh? Sixth. Sixth. Sixth uh, Memorial Day episode that we have done as per the other five. We want to make mention and give uh, our appreciation, the, uh, the proverbial tip of the hat of the Bellingham podcast for those Americans who served in our military and uh, sacrificed their lives uh, so that uh, AJ and I uh, collectively could be knuckleheads on the microphone and to be able to do what we're doing. If you are a family member of someone who gave their life in uh, in service to this country, you have our thanks, you have our honor, you have our respect and our, our appreciation. Uh, and we hope that you are doing okay on this uh, three-day weekend. Now then, that being said, Let's talk about America. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so previously on the Bellingham podcast, we were talking about different things that were made and the asterisks on the made in America, whether it's made, manufactured, predominantly can have the affinity that it was done here in on our soil. We're doing our best, y'all. And we know that y'all may be, uh, some of you may be out of the millions and millions of listeners of the Bellingham podcast, may be doing some fact checking and saying, actually, no, they're 42% made in yeah. America. Yeah, uh, that's cool. But we want to at least highlight some businesses that are doing some good work here in America and are worthy of your attention uh, which may you may not find in your big box retail store of choice. Mm -hmm. With that in mind, go for it. So uh, I'm going to dive straight in for the Watch Fam. Hi, Watch Fam. So um, I mentioned uh, Aries last uh, last episode, and we also had a shout to Shinola. I want to talk. I want to jump in one second with Aries. Now, yep. one may be confusing a Dodge Aries oh, or Lord. the astrological sign of Aries, A R I E S. Yes. No, this is A R. God of War. God of War, because you know that's how we roll here at the Bellingham <laughs> Podcast. A R E S. Yeah. Yes. Continue, please. Uh, and then Shinola, which is uh, we mentioned that before because the FTC ruling. But what I want to draw, uh, Watch Fam uh, and and watch curious folk alike is to find timepiece solutions or FTS. FTS. FTS USA is our American made watch movement manufacturer. Now, the movement is the thing that makes the thing tick or sweep the hand on that wristwatch. The engine, if you will. The engine, yes. And they have something called the AmeriQuartz. Now, AmeriQuartz, you don't really find uh, that I know of. I can't think of a brand that uses it off the top of my head, but this is an American made manufactured quartz movement here in the US of A. Now, 
they've got things from they even have complications like they have a moon phase complication they've got a world time complication like these are you know this is the this is the alternative to the seiko or uh, uh citizen which is miyota movements that you often find but these are made by americans in an american factory with really small tools with very small <laughs> tools and very precise uh right. machines the other thing that is cool i know that uh, or i've heard um, that they're actually working on a automatic or mechanical, I should say, a mechanical movement brought back here, made back here in the United States. All four of the better. Yeah. So um, take a look at FTS or keep an eye out for, uh, I know it sounds like a, a, a kind of like a, you know, a knockoff name or something. It's like, fine, timepiece solutions. No, t- keep an eye out for that, that moniker if you're looking at uh, your next timepiece. So I know we have done uh, tick and talk back and forth in the ha, previous ha, episode. With the whole Watchmen. Yeah, you saw space. what I did. I yeah. yield my uh, talk time to the gentle person of, from Bellingham, Washington. AJ, is there another watch company that you uh, have found that is uh, based here in America that we should be uh, taking note of? So one, so there's, there's, there's a few. There's, um, I'm going to start with the big because we, we've been hitting on a lot of the small stuff, but there is a big... I have to remind everyone that Timex is an American brand. Of course. And it's and Timex is known as for their their watches of they take a licking and they keep on ticking, but for many a generations now we kind of kind of devolved uh, Timex to be those cheap you go to the big box store and you can get something on your wrist and maybe it glows in the dark for a year or two or three and then it kind of keels over. Timex is going back into their archives a lot lately, and they've been reissuing some of their old uh, designed watches like the Timex Q, which was uh, from the Quartz era. But they also have the Timex American Documents series. Hmm. Now, these are not your not not your um, uh, uh, gas station watches. These are um, watchmaking done back here in the United States. Now, asterisk, the movement is not. It is a Swiss movement that is inside. But um, again, kind of going off of what I've mentioned before on here in the Analog Explorer is like this notion of uh, kind of the American muscle car approach of watchmaking where the case, the crown, the case back is manufactured here on our soil, the strap, I believe, as well. And they're sourcing an engine that is tried and true and putting it inside. Um, and that's what the the American document series is is aiming to do. Um, starting around 500 bucks. This is, uh, they've kind of got, um, right now it's around the 41 millimeter type of dress watch style um, uh, with a non-central seconds, real clean minimalist um, design. And uh, comes in a wooden box. Yes. And I believe even the wooden box and packaging is uh, made here in the U.S. I'm seeing uh, the, the the stylish. And, mm-hmm. and for the watch fam, you know, the stylish is, uh, you know, is part of the criteria for any watch that you have. However, I think this can go anywhere from the microbrewery uh, to oh, yeah. the benefit gala, if you will. Yeah. Um, they are assembled, these Timex American document watches in Middlebury, Connecticut. And so therefore, and you know, hand assembled, like we talked about in 210, you might have some parts that are from other non-American uh, locations, but to be assembled right up there in the Northeast, that is uh, always a good thing to keep in mind. Yeah, uh, so that's a bigger, uh, again, a bigger watch brand that a lot of people have heard. Now for a smaller watch brand, but going back to the same roots as uh, the Waterbury Company or Timex, um, Vortic watches out of Colorado. 
I've mentioned these guys before, uh, largely because here's a maker's approach to um, solving for X. So we have a long history where American watchmaking was a world-renowned thing, and then we lost it uh, during the quartz crisis. And Vortic Watches is the company that is 3D printing or was 3D printing. They've done other man milling and manufacturing of cases to re-encase the old pocket watch movements that have been chuckaways because during various crises, people will take the gold case for the money and then when they go and pawn it, hawk it, whatever, they will uh, usually the movements are thrown aside. Well, Vortic basically resurrects those movements that are truly 100% made, manufactured, sourced back in the early uh, turn of the century and bring them back to life as a horking wristwatch. Um, it's a really interesting take on watchmaking. I'm going to be uh, delving into the smitten kitten category uh, with Vortex uh, American Military yeah. uh, Limited Edition wristwatch. This thing is, o is OMG dazzling. Yeah. Uh, and as far as how it's uh, a throwback to the yesteryear of the dial and the, and the yeah. face that you would be seeing, um, this, this just reeks of quality. Uh, you would see a, the quality dripping off of the crown and bezel and everything like that to use a euphemistic term. Uh, de they definitely got the right uh, frame of mind when they're coming to the design ethic. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely worth a, a couple looks for the watch fam. Yeah. Um, and then the, the last of the watch manufacturers uh, that I want to throw out is Weiss Watches. Uh, Cameron Weiss is a, a traditionally trained watchmaker, and he used to be on the the East Coast. And now he's he's or sorry, he was on the West Coast down in California, and he's recently moved his shop. But this is again another kind of like Aries Watches, a family owned company um, that he's established. He has a little girl, uh, if I recall, and um, you know this is a this is a gentleman who is trying to bring back the manufacturing of not just the case, but also of the actual movement itself. And that's the engine part. And so he, uh, being a, a trained watchmaker, uh, I know that he's working on his own movement using uh, a base caliber and um, redoing the refashioning the plates and the base plates and stuff that are in it. So um, take a look at, especially if you're looking at that, he has a, an awesome uh, American standard or automatic standard issue field watch that's uh, 38 millimeters. It's a killer. You know, I'm I'm a, a somewhat of a big wristed individual and I'm down with a 42 millimeter. I, I usually go 44 and above, but I'm, I'm, you know, take a look at the 42 standard issue field watch and uh, good on you. There's, it's great that you have choices of four face colors to work with that. And then plus there's, you know, always the Horween leather uh, yeah. straps, et cetera, et cetera. You're getting a quality product in uh, that, uh, that watch fam ethos that can be, uh, here's a story behind the timepiece. Yeah. And here's the person, oh, by the way, if you, if you are able to develop a rapport with Cam and you might be able to get his phone number, therefore, as you're talking to people about the watch, you could say, yeah, I got him in my contacts list. I can give him a call and tell him how awesome he is on a regular basis uh, <laughs> with Weiss watches. Yeah, Cameron. And uh, you have a standing invitation at the Bellingham podcast. Dang right. So um, kind of segueing away from the actual watch itself, there's two accessory companies that I want to point every uh, folks to. I'm familiar um, with one, but not quite the other. Okay. So the one that you probably know is Eric over at EA. Of Leather course. Goods. 
Eric, uh, Eric, in the back of the day, yeah. in the early days when we were just figuring out this Bellingham podcast thing, he was kind enough to send both of us yes. uh, a high quality leather band for our watches. Yeah. And the SKX 007 has been looking spiffy as a result. Thank you very much, <laughs> Eric, as well. But please tell the people, yeah. the people, if you will, the people about uh, EAA. Again, uh, a one guy shop who will make you the most bespoke uh, leather watch strap. Um, and you know, to the, the specifications, not just to the watch that you have, but also to you as an individual, he can source colors of different leathers. And, you know, again, like it's a conversation. He's an artisan. Uh, and that's, that's Eric. Uh, and Eric doesn't know that I was going to give him a shout out, but you are still the goods. Uh, uh, my friend, dare I say EA eight is an OMWC. Oh, it's OMWC means. Oh, one man wrecking crew. Oh, one man wrecking crew. There you go. Lastly is uh, another strap. If you're not, again, um, for some of our, our vegan uh, or, or um, sustainable, sustainable um, folks that listen to the show, maybe you are uh, akin to more of the um, nylon webbing uh, type of design. Adapt, A-D-P-T, Adapt Straps made by Warren and Wound. I'm digging it already. They don't have a whole lot of vowels in their uh, name. Right. Um, they are an American-made nylon watch strap. And um, also, if you're a fan of the NATO type of strap, the, the kind of more traditional military background uh, strap, but you find it that it's a little bit too long, the Adapt Strap is probably going to be up your alley because they run a little bit shorter, I've been told. Um, so if you don't have that that um, huge hork over, you know, turnover of the, the tail of the strap. Um, but again, American made, and and I believe for them, it's not just the nylon, but also the the three sixteen L stainless steel buckles are also manufactured here in the U.S. If I recall, so that's my uh, shout out for the watch fam. Very cool. And as people are admiring their watch in the evenings, I got a couple ideas for the lighting that you might be able to have while you're enjoying the the watch okay, on your well, wrist. The, is the lighting also turned down low because we're you're listening to us on the radio? Yes. Not to be distorting the speakers uh, in your earphones nor in your uh, Bluetooth speaker at, in KMRE 102.3 FM. Okay. Or I was just making sure that we might be streaming worldwide on KMRE.org. It always is recommended to listen to KMRE.org at moderate volumes to reduce the chance of hearing damage. That being said. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was hard. There's a couple, there's a couple local uh, candle uh, makers here in uh, Western Washington and you know the candles once again it's really easy to pick up a couple votives or whatever have you yep. you sniff it in the grocery store and oh that's good or you sniff it in your big box whatever and then you get home and you're like uh, why does my room smell like the whole thing I can't get rid of it yeah. there are some local companies that are definitely worth their uh, weight in beeswax gold, if you will. <laughs> First one is called Beehive Candles. And fun fact, AJ, if we were to take State Route 542, that Sunset Drive here in Bellingham, and boogie up a few miles to Maple Falls, Beehive Candles has a shop that they make uh, beeswax, honeycomb, and aromatherapy candles hmm. based in Bellingham, or in Maple Falls, I should say, excuse me. They're Whatcom County representing. Uh, and definitely a cool website to browse and, uh, you know, as far as the ingredients that go into it and the process, it's definitely not a 
high production Costco warehouse size factory. Uh, you're getting something from uh, uh, a kind person who's got uh, a passion for making candles. That's cool. Another one uh, based in Seattle down south since 1993. So we're uh, they're approaching their 30th anniversary. Uh, Big Dipper Wax Works. Love that name because it's a BDWW. <laughs> and I just love acronyms like that. Big Dipper Waxworks makes beeswax candles, essential oils, and body care products. And especially as we're approaching the uh, outdoor season with warm weather, camping season perhaps, or even just hanging out by a fire pit somewhere, they got some citronella candles for you. When citronella, uh, instead of going to uh, the, the all-you-can-buy-in-one-cart uh, store, uh, this one will prevent the skeeters and other critters that might be biting you. So check out the Big Dipper Wax Works uh, among other uh, items that they got for sale. Sweet. I now need to get my huga on after listening to all of this. I actually have, there's a few of them I have to uh, uh, order, Chris. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So I'm going to, so since we've got the, the volume down low, yes. and we've got our lights and huga going on. Let's, let's embrace our inner uh, introspective or contemplative side. Let's, let's drop an album on a brand new turntable. Okay. <laughs> you didn't run with it. Well, no, so, the turntables are your thing, man. And that's cool. And I dig yeah. that and, and so on. But you've obviously found an American-made uh, yep. record player. So so there there's a company called U-Turn Audio. U as in like the letter. Uh, Turn Audio. And these are, are very skookum, very stylish, very minimal um, turntables that you can get and they're they're ma they're manufactured here in america the one that um most people have probably seen in photos uh is the brightly colored orbit players where the actual base of the record player is usually a bright color um and then you have the actual turn part turn of the table up on top but um uh i don't own one but i've 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 eyed it several times because they're very minimal and they're just they're they're just killer looking it usually starts around 200 bucks yeah from the, the this isn't your typical dj sicka 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 uh turntable or turntables plural this one i'm getting a little bit of a uh relation maybe a distant cousin if you will from tivoli tivoli audio yeah. uh i have a tivoli model one speaker which is very traditional clean elegant lines uh high quality parts and for someone who wants to be able to enjoy that side a of mm -hmm. an album uh with a good quality instrument it's it's re decently priced yeah for what you're getting but the aesthetic uh is, is pretty darn cool for the 2020s it is yeah now is the time in our show where we're going to talk about, uh, in case, if, since we're in a contemplative mood, where we got the fine mm. timepiece and the soft candlelight and the record player playing the soft dulcet hits of Slayer, um, <laughs> we, we may want to indulge in a drink. And here's my uh, disclaimer that I've done for six plus years. We at the Bellingham Podcast may talk about alcohol in some aspects, but we honor all of those uh, who may be among us who are going through recovery, we love you. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, put earmuffs over right now. Uh, but anyway, we want to talk about a Washington-based uh, distillery mm -hmm. that you might be aware of or what you might be having available should you have family around the state uh, nearby. Heritage Distilling. 
Now, Heritage Distilling is the largest independently owned craft distillery in the PNW hmm. with cask and spirits membership club. So therefore, you could be part of the beer of the month or the vodka of the month or whatever drank of the month they got. Uh, but they have distilling locations in Gig Harbor, Roslyn. I think that was where they had... Uh, Northern Exposure. There you go. Thank you very much. Tumwater in Ballard in Seattle. And then they moved south in Eugene in Oregon. Mm -hmm. So they are bad. They are PNW wide. Make no mistake, Bellwood Acres, we love you. And we know you're locally uh, owned and created and stuff like that. But to have a cousin come over in the, in the, in the shelf when you need a drink. So speaking with the PNW, sticking with the PNW theme, yes. um, as I reach into my pocket, um, the, my knife of choice, which I've mentioned before on, on a previous episode, is uh, Leatherman out of Portland, Oregon. Oh, I love the Leatherman. You know, it's, it, this is the uh, Skeletool that I mentioned before where it's got the bottle popper mm -hmm. for um, maybe not that bo nice bottle of spirits that you were talking about, no. but maybe for that bubble, bubble water of choice. Um, but, uh, yeah, Leatherman is, is an, uh, is an American company as well as a Pacific Northwest, uh, company as well. So now that Leatherman that you were, uh, showing me, uh, which our listeners can't see, uh, is the smaller version, but the, the multi-tools yes. that are part of it, those are ubiquitous. Yes. And, uh, you know, instead of saying, uh, I have a tissue. No, it's a Kleenex. When you're talking about a multi-tool, it's yeah, Leatherman. Yeah. But there's another company around that's based in Tualatin, Oregon. Not quite in Washington, but it's still PNW proud here in America. And that's a Columbia River Knife and Tool Incorporated, yep. CRKT. And I have on my everyday carry, I, for the past number of years, I've carried a, a flipper knife with me, a folding knife of, of some sorts. Um, of various kinds and some of some uh, alarming <laughs> sizes, blade, blade sizes, yeah. some that you do not want to bring into TSA. Uh, please check your, wherever you are in the world, please check your local and regional and federal uh, guidelines with regards to blades and length. Yes, uh, do what AJ says. Anyway, if, <laughs> if your state permits it, you might want to check out the CRKT CEO. Seven letters I thoroughly enjoy. It's a very slim, svelte, everyday carry uh, fit very obscurely in your pants pocket uh, flipper knife. And it has about a, you know, three and a half inch blade. TSA friendly, but you ain't going to bring this on a flight. Believe no. me. Um, and what I like about it is it's your typical leather opener, package opener, uh, other type of, you know, light use material. But it fits so nicely in my pocket. It is just very uh, covert, but classy. Uh, whenever someone needs something to open up, such as a, a uh, the, the protective label on a box, I will flip it. And with the thumb flipper, it actually almost looks and sounds like a switchblade, which usually <laughs> alarms people. But then I kind of put it in the palm of my hand and I hand them the, the handle side first. And they're like, ooh. And usually it's the ooh that makes people enjoy the CEO from uh, CRKT. Based in Tualatin, in Oregon. It's your covert clicker. The covert clicker. That's right, baby. <laughs> um, so speaking of clickers, I've got a... I thought this would be very Chris Powell approved. I bought a new pen. Of course you did. And pencil. Uh, yes. And another pen. Okay, so you bought three things, but... And an eraser. And an eraser. Yes. Where's the eraser on that? Well, well this tell, is, tell us what this you This is buying. a... <laughs> tell, tell the fine people. Yes. This is a Skillcraft pen. It's, it's their Aviator, B3 Aviator. 
And it is, uh, I'm going to go into a little bit of a backstory of, of, of why I went with this, but Skillcraft with one L is the registered trade name of the National Industries for the Blind, or NIB. Okay. Um, it's the brand name for the, the, the products manufactured by people who are blind or visually impaired. And they are, if you are a government employee, you probably have seen a bajillion of these things because Skillcraft is basically like a, the government issue pen that you see for government folk. Um, and it's not just for pens, but they also do duct tape. It's just the normal goods that usually our, our federal government uses. It's part of what's called the Ability One Network. But um, I grew up as a kid um, with like Skillcraft pens lying around the house. And it was just interesting because I recently, uh, because of some work stuff, needed to get a new pen. And so I was looking for, this is going to sound funny, Remember those big pens with like the four colors? Oh yeah, where you can click and it's red, red click blue, and it's black, blue. and green. This is the adult version. Oh, the grown up. The, so it's black. It's tactical black. Of course. Um, you screw off the top part, and that's where the eraser is hidden. Oh, that's where it is. Okay. And then inside of it, there are three um, cartridges. There's a blue cart, or there's a black cartridge. You twist it again. It's a red cartridge. You twist it again, and it's a mechanical pencil. Okay. It's um, uh, designed for uh, aviators and pilots. It's got some certification that probably my sister-in-law will know because she's a pilot and I don't. But <laughs> right it's a little bit shorter so that you can stick it in your uh, sleeve pocket if you're uh, um, an aviator. Um, but it's still long enough that it's not a short, short pen. Right. So it actually sits in the crux of your hand. It's whopping like $22. Um, Where'd you acquire it? Um, I tried to acquire it locally, but I had to order it in because they were out of stock. I understand. This looks very similar to a Fisher Space Pen. Very similar, which uh, is another American company. Uh, there you go. Because, because you know, we only get the best. All right. So let's get a little lighthearted as we're getting close yeah. to wrapping this up. Uh, we got to think about the family or the kiddos. Uh, AJ, I know you did a little bit of research since you got a kiddo. I do. And my kiddo's uh, now in college. Uh, what are some uh, kiddo-friendly Made in America games or toys or something? So again, in the sustainability vein, there is this company that you've probably seen their toys uh, at the consignment store or whatever called Green Toys. Okay. So I did some looking. Green Toys is manufactured here in America and also I found out in, in the UK. They basically are uh, these recycled plastic and then uh, they take recycled plastic and then make new toys out of this recycled plastic. I believe they're viewing it as a locally sourced thing. I don't know if they're an American company, mm -hmm. but Green Toys America is manufactured here in America. Is there a particular toy that they make that your little has enjoyed or that you uh, have had an interest peaked? All of them. So he's he's had the the float plane. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but also we we tend to get for um, friends and family when they have littles. They have a fairy. Um, it's like a like a like a, a fairy with cars. Oh yeah. And uh, just because it's a Northwest thing. And so we tend to buy that green toy to send to our friends uh, abroad. Okay. Um, so that's green toys. The other uh, other two, Connects, which oh, is yeah. kind of the, I call them the counterculture of Lego. Lego is, is Danish. Um, Connects is kind of like in that same vein where you kind of tinker toy connect things to build things. Um, their, their website is basicfun.com slash connects. Um, I had to find out who was the holding company of the brand. And then lastly is Bicycle Cards, is is the U.S. playing cards company, uh, and Bicycle yes. is part of their holdings. Fun fact, I've gotten into the Bicycle uh, Cards. They have some very interesting limited edition uh, uh, designs, mm -hmm. and 
the foil that they have, the metallic foil yeah. on the back, it's pretty slick. And, you know, my wife and I play cribbage yes. uh, as, a, as a fun activity because, you know, uh, sometimes I don't want to be looking at a computer screen. And the bicycle is one in the rotation for uh, what we play cards with, yeah. as they say in Boston. So uh, very good. I, we got a couple ideas there to round out for the family. I think it might be time to uh, wrap this second part up. Yep, let's blow off the blow out those uh, beeswax candles and and then lift up the the the, the cartridge off of the record. And <laughs> let me just thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us wherever you like to get this podcast. We're not on vinyl, but if you are in the Bellingham area, you might listen to us on Camry on Terrestrial Radio. 102.3 FM. They are community powered and they're streaming all over the darn place at kmre.org. And on that note, this podcast is made in America. I'm AJ Barsay. And I'm Chris Powell. Thanks once again for joining us here on the Bellingham Podcast. So many options available that aren't in that online megalith of a store. It's great to be able to have other places to go shopping. America's on. That's right. That's right.